Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Merlot. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take your shirt off. You see me convince your homegirl. And I'm really excited today. I'm in a good mood today because it's about to be vacation. So mm. that's always a positive time. You know what I mean? It's like you're you're busy at work, but you know that in just a few hours, you're not going to give a fuck. So, you yeah. know, keep pushing, motivated to get through. How are y'all yeah. doing? Girl, I mean, it's great that you're taking vacation because that's not really happening over here you know I mean we know you're coming over to the west coast and things like that but like I am working until the very last second and then Saturday and Sunday I can fully enjoy so yeah ripping and running as well and just you know I'm here I'm here that's all that is it's just you know right Right. Don't, you gotta do it but you she- know one thing one thing about me my time management is on point so it's gonna get done and you it's just really it's just like- a lot it's just a lot going on right now but I managed to knock off everything on my list today so we are we're in a good place amen yeah, well so I'm excited to announce that we have a guest on the show today and I've yes. honestly been wanting to record with this babe for some time I've been like secretly oh. Online, yeah. um, we have our Aries babe with us today, Kia. Hey, <laughs> hello. So, oh Kia is a Pittsburgh. Do you call yourself an influencer? I feel like there's so many. You know what I mean? It's very nuanced in the Berg. So, let me know. I, I hate the terminology to say that I wear many hats. I'm like in tech, I got a podcast, I got a business, like mm-hmm. it's a lot of things, but I am predominantly like a Pittsburgh influencer. I really okay. am. I be riding for the city sometimes from time to time, even so though I'm definitely in <laughs> Yes. Um, I got introduced to you from some event. I want to say it was either it was an event that you were speaking at. It wasn't one of your Black own Black media panel right yeah. before the pandemic, like two weeks before the pandemic broke out. Yes, I was exactly. on that panel in 2020. I had been helping to plan that panel and mm-hmm. they had brought your name up in like our little planning sessions and I had never, I had never heard of you, never met you. And then you came on the panel and I was like, oh my God, this girl is so cute. Like <laughs> definitely a little affinity bias kicked in and um yeah, then I just started following you after that, and I just love your content. Like, I do want to ask before we even really get into it, because me and Shayna always are like, we have these spurts where we love creating content and like want to put stuff out all the time and like get really in, in motivated and inspired. 
But to be consistent with social media, it's literally a full-time job. It's a lifestyle. And, you know, you have content every single day of your life. Yeah. How do you do it? Give us just a little, you don't have to give us the whole code, but just let us know a little bit. Like, how do you do that? I honestly think because I'm coming from the era of like MySpace where I was like coding for people, making backgrounds for people and you're, you know, how you were able to put music, all that type of stuff. I was doing it at 13. So oh, like, you, were, you were that friend, like, hook me up, fix my page, please. Yes. <laughs> and the crazy thing about it, I'm doing stuff now that like I taught myself at 13 that I didn't even learn at school. So like yeah. social media and all of that has been like a part of my life. And then also too, you know, being a bigger girl, I was like starting that stuff like earlier, just like body positivity and putting myself out there. And that's what really helped with like my self-esteem. And then oh. also too, you know, I grew up in Pittsburgh. I was born here, but I didn't go to school down here. So I went, to an, I went to a predominantly white school for my university and my high school, like growing up and everything. So like, I didn't see nobody that looked like me. So I was like, I'll go to social media and, you yeah. know, those kind of things. And then connect with people that look like me and not saying that like, I'm addicted to social media. And even now it like, it's not that much fun, but I love putting content out there because to make people like happy, I don't like to put anything negative out there. Like you'd be seeing on yeah. social media. So I'm like, I'm here to make y'all laugh. And I've been doing that on social media since I was like 13, 14 and everything, just putting out positivity or funny videos or like things like that. So every single day I'm like, I want to see things that make me happy. So that's why yeah. I'm like, you'll see me online because I feel like it helps because there's yeah. so much like bullshit out there now. And there's so much like negativity out there. It'd be like, oh, let's go to Kia page because I'm going to laugh. There's something on my page that's going to make you laugh or- something that's going towards like fun or you know things like that so that's why you know sometimes I don't want to be on social media all the time but I know social media yeah. is real I know how to separate that right. there's like two sides of everything so sometimes it's like it's Miss Kia but then when you meet me and talk to me like this it's just normal Kia right yeah. no, and I, I feel it. like you mentioned a really good point about you know when people come to your page they know they're going to get a laugh. Like something on your page is going to make you laugh. You identified what your niche is, what your thing is for your page. And I feel like in our journey with, um, you know, just learning all this social media stuff, that was like one of the key points that stood out for us or that are like, you know, um, trainers like taught, told us like what is the thing that's gonna make you stand yeah, what out what is that now? thing that's gonna drive people to right and stick and, to that and stick and to that believe in that thing like you yeah. want to be positive you're a positive person so you want to have this positive disposition online and yeah you definitely do that honestly we're on the same side of tiktok because sometimes i'll see i'll either see it on your page and then see it on tiktok or vice versa but hilarious truly hilarious I know I'm gonna get a laugh or a smile or see something silly or whatever and you know and also in the mix you're giving us looks you know what I mean like oh, yeah, I come like, on looks like here and there oh. I'm trying out here and that's the thing like I'm coming from like you know the body positivity movement and body confidence and stuff like that so I've been posting my fits for years or like talking about fashion and mixing it with like 
comedy and you know being funny and things like that so it's nice to hear that somebody is seeing it because I'm an OG to the social media game so that's a that's another perk right there you know like if you were born if you were true to this and born into this like it comes it comes so easy for you know for you it's natural I feel like more of us need to do you know do the things that we're really like truly good at so we don't even have to feel like we're working yeah exactly yeah well I have I mean we done broke the ice but I have an icebreaker for us okay um, that I will get into okay where are we at my notes is starting to get too long like I'm gonna have to make a new note okay um if someone calls you and tells you they're holding your ex for ransom for two thousand dollars are you going to pay it to free your ex damn Ooh. <laughs> that's funny savannah um <laughs> that you know that's a nice chunk of change two thousand dollars you you telling me they're gonna harm him yeah they're saying they're gonna they're saying they're gonna harm him and he's in trouble if you don't do what you gotta do to raise that money. I would, I didn't, I, you know, me and my ex are on good terms. He's a good man. He, he's a good, he's a good man. The only thing that's negative is he's a Virgo and mm. Virgo men. We're talking about a man right now. That's true. Oh, it's still, it's still, still stung a bit for Sydney. It's you know, like I could see, I saw that. I saw the I saw Beyonce's a Virgo and you know, but the men, the men Virgos. Yeah, I would. He he you know, he ain't bothering me no more. We we right. Shane, Shane, are, you gonna, are you gonna say I feel your... you there? At first I thought you said your man like right now, because immediately my ass was over here like, well, you know, like yeah, I'll help. But then I'm like, ooh, you said X. Yeah. But I think I still might because like, you know, Kia said, I, there's really nothing, you know, no bad blood between like the X and I. It's really, you know, chill. He's a nice guy. Like if someone has this dude held up at gunpoint or for ransom and they're asking for, you know, some money, I know I'll get it back. That's, that's oh, you, you feel like you'll get it. See, that's what I'm kind of yeah. thinking. I'm like, I'm, I'm confident like, that that will be something enough. that I can. He's a nice enough guy, yeah. but like, will I get that shit back? Is more so my whole mm. thing. Because you're look, back. you're you're definitely looking for that, looking for it back. Well, because if, okay. if they come to me and say go to the ATM right now, you know what I mean. I'm really having to pull from multiple accounts. Like, it's not like you know what I mean. If I'm being, if I'm being a buck, like. Cash flow don't work like that in my house where I'm just really ready to like withdraw $2,000 today, especially mm-hmm. the day before vacation. You got me fucked up. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think that that would be kind of like, you know, I have to really think it through. I have to think it through before I really start transferring from here to there. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But I want to say that the person would, you know, help me get out of the position that I was in trying to help them out. So to that to that point, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I feel like that would be heavy on my heart if something really did happen to that nigga. Right. 
that would especially not especially if you had access to the 2k and if i had access to yeah. the money and everything but yeah. i'm also wondering like how'd you get caught up in some shit like it, this like exactly you, and only 2k you know what i mean yeah i would yeah right so like, who, that's definitely like they just trying to get their debt paid and be done with it yeah, right, right. they're very You're a very humble team. a humble it's team, a humble team. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, Need two thousand dollars to pay my rent. You know what? It's giving rent. It's it's giving rent. It's giving you know on the side. It's giving something depending on what state you in. Right. That is funny. All right, Shannon. Did you have one, or are we moving on? I have another one. We could do. Uh, we could do yours. I'll save mine. Okay, I'm gonna just do this last one, and then we'll move on. Okay. Um, what is the worst lie you ever told to get out of work at any phase in your life? This could be like your high school job or like a real job. I'm going to tell mine. I definitely told them folks that I had a really bad UTI four days long. I was out of town. Hmm. I was out of town. And I really you know those karma could come back. <laughs> Hit me right square between my between my eyebrows, but I mean, you know I rolled the dice on that one. You know, yeah, baby. Those... Was, and I was leaving voicemails on my um on my supervisor's uh voicemail box, and I was like, "Hi, yeah, this is so much information, but like I can barely stand up, like." It burns so bad. I know you can understand as a woman. Like I was really just playing on laying it on thick. Like I was literally in the hotel in a th four states over. Don't you be in the UTI girl? Yeah, I was a UTI mm -hmm. girly. I had to, you know, because I don't want to wish death. You know what I mean? That's like the next right. thing somebody died. I can't really do that. So I just, you know, pray that it doesn't come back to bite me in the ass. Thank God I didn't get a UTI after that. Yeah, the the anything with illness, deaths, I don't really like to play like that. I mean, I play like I don't feel well all the time, but I don't really right. diagnose myself or say something. <laughs> like it's just more like mm, I'm under the weather today, or oh, like today, die, boy. Yeah, or like you know, I, if I'm running late, I'll be like, mm, like for example, I I recently was running late, and um, not for any reason at all. I just was taking my sweet time and. Uh, I told my manager that I was, um, you know, detox. Like I started this new diet, you know, I'm eating more fruits and greens. So there's a lot. She's like, girl, my stomach was hurting too. I was like, exactly. Y'all been sharing we stories yeah. But I don't really go over the top. I just really say stuff like, oh, I had a flat or I have maintenance coming in because it's never really to like take off for four days. I'm looking at oh, yeah, it. <laughs> it's usually just for the day, you know? It's never really for like a chunk of time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. I don't think I've ever really had to like lie, lie. It's been like little white lies. Like, <laughs> I'm sick. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. I've never, especially in the last couple years, because I'm in social media, so I can be at the crib. Right. Yeah. But I literally, yeah, I'll be on the beach somewhere just working sometimes. So I don't mm -hmm. have to 
Uh, I don't gotta do it sometimes no more. Right. Maybe when I, was younger, I came up with some shit, but that was years ago when I was under the oppressive thumb. Word, of the yeah. Dad. It's like, but now I know my rights as an employee, and if I want to take off, I'm I'm out of here. Like, yeah, if I don't feel up that. to it, we're not coming in. Like, mental yeah. health day, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta put me first. I gotta put exactly. me first. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, that was good. For you, Kia, are you really judging me because I lied about having a UTI or what's going on? Because oh, I feel no. why would I? I no. no, I was I was judging because I'm like you, one of them employees <laughs> that like give too much information. When it's like, why you don't even have to do all of that? But so I know you wanted to like, really sell it. Y'all think y'all no, better? No, girl, that's no, not it. Okay, not with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, I'm dead. Not yeah, you over here trying to choose violence, though. Like, so y'all think y'all better than me? Like, no, not that. Mm-mm. Not that. <laughs> um, I definitely think that I'm. I'm glad we're all at a place where we can just be open and honest about what we have to do. You know, come in as long as the work is getting done. That's my motto. Is the work right. getting done? Yes or no? Yep. Right. There we go. Okay. Great. So yeah, that's all I have for icebreakers. And now it's time for the sign up. Okay, Kia, this is the game that I shared with you. So Mm -hmm. Shana, do you want to give the the overview for the listeners? Yeah, so basically we are playing Taboo, but the Aries edition. And we're switching it up today. Instead of, you know, our guest being the game player you know the person who gets the points and all that good stuff it's Sydney and I going against each other and he is going to name four or five characteristics about an Aries um but well actually not name it she's going to think of a word like a word for it and you know give us hints and clues anything that uh can help get us to that answer and yeah whoever gets to three first is the winner. the winner. So wait a minute. I have to just give characteristics of Aries. You're yes. supposed to like, have a list of characteristics, like the list I sent you for Virgo. So like loyal, hypercritical, whatever. And right. then for each word, you would say like someone. Who yeah, like, like for loyal, you'll be like, I'm going like, to stick beside him. Like, yeah, like, and then we're supposed to be like loyal. And then. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Ooh, okay. Ooh. I'm ill prepared, but we got this. I can work on <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so once you identify the first word, just basically describe it to us. That's a dis- it's something about Aries that we should be able to ascertain if we know anything about mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Let me know when we about to start. You ready, girl? We ready yeah. when you are. Okay, just agitated um impatient irritable um ready to fight always ready to fight always aggressive mad. aggressive yeah say that again aggressive Mm-mm-mm-mm. always upset like constantly upset like within their mental Te- uh, like hot tempered or like been close been close okay okay um Oh, uh, high strung, 
You were, what'd you say? High strung? No, no, no. Go back okay. to what Sydney said. Sydney yeah. was real okay. hot. Hot temper. What's another word for hot temper, Shayna? Um, mm. Oh my gosh. I feel like I can see the word. And they describe mm. Aries as that all the time. Like, yeah, I thought it would have been aggressive, but you're saying it's no. not aggressive. Hostile. No, you got to go back to that first word you was using. Hot temper. Hot headed. Hot headed. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay. I get the point. Ding, 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 ding. Hot headed. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that's very true. Y'all are hot headed sometimes. Fire. Yeah. That's that fire sign. Also, okay, let's. The next one. So then we're going to the next word, and you're about to describe it. I got to get this one. <laughs> so keep in mind, like, I'm using like love as a category. Okay. It's be like into it you know we love hard committed Remember, loyal you're getting close if you would describe another fellow aries that's born the same day as me courtney kardashian's relationship with her husband Excessive. say that again Excessive. no but i mean it can passionate? go in. yes what oh passionate yeah <laughs> All right, it's tied up. It's tied up. It's tied up. Okay, okay, okay. okay. We're gonna break the tie right now, there, nigga. Oh, let's see. All right, I'm describing Aries men, not women. Whatever. Mm. Um, you know, we like to bat our lashes a lot. We like to be the center of attention sometimes. Sometimes they say we do this too much. Um, <laughs> brag, ego, brag. Something around that, but like sometimes, you know, people can get upset with us because we do this too much. You, you know, just to be, to be, you know, the center of attention. You know, if you're batting your lashes a lot, yes. Oh, fuck you, Shayna. Hey. Wow. <laughs> that's um, that I would definitely say that's Shayna one. We did we did the best of three, so we kept it quick. Good job, Shayna. You do. You have an Aries best friend. I expect nothing less. Also, my moon is in Aries, so you know I do. I feel a lot of that. Do you know the rest of your natal chart, Kia? The rest of mine? Yeah, I'm almost a triple Aries, but my moon is Capricorn. Okay. Wow. So I'm an Aries sun rising, and then Capricorn moon. Mm, I'm Do wondering if that's what I'm wondering if that's what drawn drew you to the um the Virgo boo that you had like the you know, Capricorn is yeah because the the Earth sign and Virgos and Capricorns are supposed to be like that's very adult. true we are I think my impulsiveness that was the last one I was going to use oh yeah got me to my last Virgo bay just these <laughs> women are very impulsive like. Yeah, I'm ready to just cause commotion at all times. <laughs> I don't think twice sometimes, and I need to start that in my big ass age. <laughs> <laughs> the next one, the next one, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> so, are you having a good Aries season? I just want to know how you're. Let's check in with you as an Aries woman. It's going well. It started off well. Um, I'm going on vacation next week. Amen. Um you know, doing anything and everything to be the hottest person on earth. It's just my skin's getting better. My skin routine's getting better. I've been going to the gym a lot. 
No, it's starting off good. I'm healthy. I'm happy. I still got a job after all them damn layoffs. Look at God. Um, huh? I said, look at God. Exactly. So every season's going well. I have no complaints. And I'm about to be 33 in seven days. And the universe has blessed me. So I'm I'm here. Jesus here. Yep. That's what I said at the gym today. And everybody was like, what? And I'm like, it's my Jesus era. And they didn't get it. <laughs> but, they sound lame. Boo. <laughs> I get that. But no, everything is well. Everything is just working in my favor. And I'm appreciative. Yes. I love, that. I love well, that too. Shana, are there any like portal openings or anything we should be on the lookout in the next couple days, weeks? Uh any portal openings. We had a new moon, I believe, like a couple right. couple the retrograde weeks ago. is coming up. Oh, okay. Yeah, there is a retrograde coming up in the next couple weeks. So mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And we we Right. <laughs> We used to go up for the retrogrades, but now we've tried not to give it that much energy only because we feel like shit start falling apart when we start like acting crazy. And yeah, I say we can't we can't speak life into the retrograde. We have to rebuke that shit. But you know, we did also say that one time that we were going to start focusing on the positive attributes of the retrograde, which we do. We we should that. Maybe in this Mm -hmm. in this retrograde, we'll look into it. Yeah. Getting rid of the right things, you know, right. and spring cleaning because I know I'm about to clean out these closets and I'm looking forward to jumping all that trash from years ago. It's time to go, right. it's time to go. Um, all right, cool. Well, now it's time for nosy new. I really didn't have much. I was scraping the bottom of the barrel for hot topics this week because they're the all the topics are really lukewarm to cold. Really? It I feel like there's one there's one hot one that just dropped, but I'm really waiting to see oh, what, what you got for us. Drop the hot one. From yesterday, um, with the fucking Dalai Lama. Oh yeah, that's on. Here. Yeah. Okay. I All felt right. like that was. I'm gonna, start, I'm gonna start with this, and I'm gonna end with that. Summer mm-hmm. Walker is, is an Aries. I didn't know that. I just want to know, Kia, do you relate to Summer Walker in any way? Because yes, I do, and I'm. T- I will not tolerate any Summer Walker slander, slander. at all. <laughs> entitled to their own opinion. People are allowed to do whatever they want to their bodies and faces and things like that and not be ridiculed. That's her business. We shouldn't be speaking on bodies. We should have learned from Chad with about speaking on people's bodies and appearances. That has nothing to do with it. And whatever trauma or whatever way she wants to look or whatever, you know, made her want to change whatever baby girl do you. She good mother, I hear. And she about to put out a nice little EP and leave her alone. Ari Lennox is also uh, Aries. Oh, I didn't know she was. Ari's an Aries. I didn't know that either. And like, if you if you just look at public personas strictly between the three of you, I feel like everyone is very distinct and different. That's interesting about, I mean, because I feel like Summer Walker is super introverted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally opposite of you, I would I would say. Like, almost polar. But, and then 
feel like it's kind of like in the middle like some she's like she's very sensitive about her shit but then like sometimes she wants to give us glam and like really you know put on a show so and and be talking on social media and doing all the things so you know it's just kind of be talking too and the thing the fact of the matter is is like i'm very talkative but it takes me a while okay to like get comfortable with people so i'm like a mixture of both i'm very like extroverted and everything when I know you and I'm in a comfortable setting like if it's a safe space but when I'm just meeting new people not saying that I'm shy or whatever I am kind of just like reserved until I feel you out to see mm. if like that energy is even warrant in that you know environment yeah. and everything yeah. but, like, online of course I'm out there da, 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 but I'm in the crib I like my silence and I'm watching anime hey so, I, I'm, I right. like to keep to myself and everything like that a lot of people think like when you have a persona online, it reflects how you are in public. And sometimes like, that's not the case. Cause I'm not yeah. giving Miss Keo all the time. Like I'm, I just be chilling, smoking in mm -hmm. the house. Like, right. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Well, happy birthday to Summer Walker and Ari Lennox. Um, we love our R&B queens. Right. And you know what? Sometimes I just have to put on over it just to feel something, you know what I mean? Summer Walker just, the lyrics, you know what I mean? Mm. Just really things. Yeah. Um, Donald Trump got arrested. I don't know. I, you know, I wasn't going to give this much time or anything <laughs> like that. I just feel like it has to be documented on this here platform that I am a co-host of. Yeah. This moment in time really happened. Like an American president, you know what I mean? They took him down to the courthouse and they told him what his charges were and that he will have to stand trial for those crimes against the United States of America. So that's just really crazy. You know what I mean? I just, I, I would, any hot takes on that just as a historical moment in time, that is really crazy. Yeah, it's, it's wild. It's wild. A little unbelievable, but uh, they, I'm glad, you know, they, they worked really hard. <laughs> to make sure they could put some make something stick with this dude like I am certain of it um so hopefully they they want to make sure he never gets a chance to run again <laughs> okay like right. they don't want to put feel like him this is him. amping him it is like if he wins I feel like it's making because I don't know who posted something I think Alexis Johnson she works for um Vice and she went and interviewed, I saw her snippet through Vice, and um, people are still, like, not believing he did this, or right, right. up, like, those kind of things, and I'm just like, this is giving more ammo, I feel like, and I'm coming yeah. from Canada, where I used to be friends with people that, like, believe this stuff, like, mm -hmm. I live on a, I, like, I, my parents live on a farm now, like, so I grew up with the people that, like, you know, voted for Trump. So I'm seeing this on Facebook sometimes. Mm -hmm. People are wholeheartedly believing yeah, right. that he's done nothing wrong, that this yeah. is a point, that they're just like, whatever. So I feel as if, if it doesn't have an outcome of where he's going to prison or something or mm. something needs to be revoked, that, oh, this, it's giving him more Emma. Really putting the right. back. Yeah. And I do feel like we live in such a corrupt, country that I would not be surprised if all of this is just for optics and he's going to come out on top anyway like they're just really exactly. doing this to you know say that they did check yeah. a box make people feel like oh wow they really 
at least they did that, you know, like for, so we, yeah, we really don't know what the. I mean, it's, like, I, you know, I didn't really know what I was going to expect from him after literally not hearing. I haven't heard from Trump since they banned him on Twitter. Like, I feel like at that point, I just, mm-hmm. it, like, I didn't hear any more from him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Time until now so i just saw that he gave a um the day he was indicted he gave like a campaign speech uh, to his constituents and he he's actually still saying the same vile incorrect information that he was saying before but he's just adding he's like amping it up more it's like he's like everything that he did for january 6 to occur he's like mm-hmm. let me double it like if i can like do right. something and he's, I saw he, like, on his whatever fake Twitter he has to tweet, he um said something like, war. Like, he tweeted that out. Like, it's just really insane world. And then we see things like our next story with the Dalai Lama. You know what I mean? I, I hadn't heard a peep from my guy Dalai in His Holiness. You know what I mean? I hadn't heard a peep. I just assumed that Nepal and Tibet were safe. You know what I mean? I just really kind of felt like that was the end of that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We're channeling very much peaceful vibes and that's that's it. So to hear that he's sticking his tongue out to small children and making contact. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to say which part of the body, but just making contact anywhere from the Dalai Lama's wet tongue to anywhere on another human being's body, let alone a child. Wild. I'm disgusted. disgusted. Wow. And you know, even in the moment when I read that headline and I thought, let me try to rationalize this because I am a Virgo. You know what I mean? I want to get to the bottom of things and I want an answer as to why. So I say, is this media, you know what I mean? What 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 part is media playing in this? You know what That's I mean? That's what I thought at yeah. first too. What very mild interaction has now become a totally sinister thing? But then when you see, you know what I mean, you see more, it's like, why would in the you- video that they didn't need to keep reposting of that child. And you of can course. tell that child, like, it really broke you, I'm not going to lie. It kind of like ticked me off a bit because it's just like, we're so programmed to seeing trauma and everything that we just think it's so normal. And I'm just like, imagine how that little boy feels. And some of the videos didn't have that little boy's face like covered. And we don't know what part of the world they're in. So he could get scrutinized when he in fact is the one that was, is a victim. Imagine all the people, all the supporters of the Dalai Lama who are going to be like, he would never do that. Like, why would that? Like, it's right there on tape. And he said it. And that little BS apology that he sent out. That like, was oh, crazy. Oh, he's so happy. And he didn't mean Unbelievable. it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. His holiness likes to be playful. Uh-uh. No. Nope. nope. Too late. And it just brought like up you... us having this conversation with my with my family yesterday, and it just brought up the whole conversation of like systematic processes in place to cover certain sinister behavior. Exactly. It's just like if you think about it, like there's been about fifteen million Dalai Lamas. You know what I mean? This is not the same nigga. So it's just like if this is a practice that's been happening for years and years and years. And this is just the first person we're hearing about in the year of our Lord, 2023. 
you and know it's what crazy. I mean? Crazy, no, and it's really because it's it, hope in the folks over there. Not only that, it's just the idea of social media. We nothing gets missed now, you know. Like some things, you know, are hidden, but overall, everything is out there. Like if there, if social media didn't exist, we wouldn't have taught this, you know. No, we would have heard this the fact. Yeah, right, yeah. right, yeah. And yeah, they would have tried to cover it, do something. But yeah, for me, it's just, I feel like this is just, you know, the first time we're hearing about it. But unfortunately, I can't, I can't say in good faith that this would be the first time this ever happened, like ever in life. Like, I That's just, why it, it was so uncomfortable. I couldn't believe I was like, really? Anyone who sticks their tongue out and makes it like, a round like fat showed instead of like just flat is already a sicko in my opinion because <laughs> where do okay. you like if you know that's just where you know you're being watched at all times like you're you know, right. no offense right you know the cameras is flashy you hear them you see them be for, be fucking for real I ain't like that that made me feel some type of way and like so what's the consequences Right, nothing. They just say, "Oh, his holiness is being playful." My bad, y'all. My bad. That's it. Mm. Who's gonna go to? Who's um protesting? Which white woman will stand and volunteer his tribute to go and fight his holiness in all of Nepal and Tibet? How often do they <laughs> change the Dalai Lama? Like, does it? Right. I guess when they die, right? I don't know. I was asking because remember when remember when the Dalai Lama came to Syracuse? Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, is it was that him? Oh, this same guy. Right. That's what I was wondering. I mean, it would have been how Yeah, like that was Is it like the Pope? Do they have like a ceremony? Yeah, that's a good question. We have to investigate more. That was only like you know eleven really, years, twelve I years ago. Really, in my journalistic era, I would be like searching it right now, but that's fine. We'll just yeah, yeah, yeah. More yeah. misinformation on the internet. What's fucking new, you know? Um, last but not least, and certainly least, actually, I just have to mention, you know, Khloe Kardashian evidently got back with Tristan Thompson. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know we don't care about the Kardashians. We know we say these things. We say, but we, but we also know about you know the run the two have had. So the run has been ran through. (laughs) So bad. It's just it's bad, and I feel so. I don't even feel bad anymore for Chloe. I think he's getting traded to the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. So like. That makes it even worse. Yeah. I don't get it. I'm like, you're Chloe. Like, I'm sure you're a Kardashian. Like, they're going to pair you. You're a social. Like, they're going to pair you with someone. I mean, the world is at your fingertips, practically. Okay. So, you know, Chloe is a cancer and Tristan is a Pisces. That's so toxic. Isn't it? Because my yeah. Venus is in Pisces, so you, you go, you're crazy. My Venus, my Venus is in Pisces as well. Yeah, yeah. you just you're in it. Moody for love. Yes. You'll do whatever. You're a simp. You're the definition yeah. of a simp. 
here's my thing. I feel like Pisces be thinking they smarter than every fucking body. And that's where he fucked up he because he keeps getting everyone pregnant and getting caught. Like he thinks he can get away with this shit. And he is. Well, he well, in the long game, you're right. He is because she keeps on taking his ass back. Right. And she's older than him. Tristan's only 30. I think he just turned 30 or 31. She's got to be knocking on 40's door if not already, right? He's mm. like 36. I think she's like 36, 37. Right, because right. Courtney might be just now over 40, so. Yeah. No, Kim's 41, and I think Courtney's like 42, 43. Uh, you know, okay. when you up watching the show, sometimes you may still watch it from time to time. So, of course, I, you know, I put it on. I don't, I, I am a passive consumer of the Kardashians. I don't like detest them, but I also don't take them seriously. They're just like characters in my mind. Like you said, you mm-hmm. watch anime, I watch reality TV. Like it's just their characters mm-hmm. in the, in the pop culture zeitgeist. And I just, and we grew up in that era of like Paris Hilton, Nicole Richie, yeah, right. like, and they also mm-hmm. happen to fall in that line. I don't feel bad for Chloe if this is what she wants for herself. Is this the dream? Apparently, this is her dream. So, and God bless her, and that's that. Yeah, um, yeah. That's all I have for nosy news. Two cents, a two cents, two cents, a two cents. Let me hear you now. These intros, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So today's topic is. Uh, about sex and we're just going to talk about the common misconceptions about sex I think we should talk about our misconceptions that we've had and then misconceptions that we know others have had like our partners okay. because mm-hmm. I definitely I just I think about you know one prime misconception that you know really kicked started all of this when I lost my virginity I was not educated. I thought I knew. I thought I knew about popping the cherry. You know what I mean? I thought I knew about what that experience may be like. Um, No, everybody is different. You know what I mean? That's number one. Everybody is different. And number two, um, you're just not really ready for to see your body you know what I mean the blood and like all the things from something that is like supposed to be pleasurable or whatever so I think my first misconception was that popping the cherry was like something chill so a very chill thing and not like actual um internal tissue tearing inside of my body you know what I mean you don't really think mm-hmm. about it like what it actually is like a literally a piece of skin breaking and bleeding like so I think that was the number one misconception um another misconception that I think I have is that I don't know somebody else go I'm gonna I'm gonna come back and do another one I would say one misconception I've had is that appearance wise growing up that guys wanted to see a certain thing or like stretch marks or things like that would be you know an issue when they don't give a damn like at all you know it's really all internal so that was definitely one for me that's a good Mm -hmm. one Shana because yeah just thinking you gotta look you know be a certain way and 
do a certain thing like because you know sex on tv is really portrayed in a way that's just very much all these things and like while you can do that and that does happen like you know when people want to spice it up or try new things but on a day-to-day -day type of thing that is not <laughs> that's not it at all <laughs> do you think sure. that comes with like age to understanding that like yeah. Yeah. over time mm -hmm. right and also yeah. probably being with a partner that you can trust though too because right. i definitely like and a, par a partner to tell you like yo you were yeah. tripping because yeah. you, you're what's going to end up happening or what you know sometimes what happens is you end up talking about it like oh like or you might mention it and then they're like i don't even know what you're talking about yeah i don't even see that or yeah right that's that's really it's true. it's not what you think at all like you know obviously they're into you they're attracted to you and all these things so yeah for sure that was one what are some okay, others what you got, what you got Kia? i had a big thing with like because you know like you were saying about you know the media and movies it's always portrayed in a certain type of way that like i didn't know when i was younger that I too was involved in the pleasure. Like I, oh. you because it's always geared towards men. Yeah, right. It always is. Like anything yeah. that you see in media, even in porn, it's even like geared towards like pleasing a it man. Ain't to the climax. Yeah, yeah and it's mm -hmm. never really until you really got to exploring, and then I got to exploring. But yeah. like, mm -hmm. you really don't know. Yeah. Like a young age, especially like in college and everything, because that's when I left my Virginia is I was in college. So like I didn't know that like I was also supposed to like have pleasure while doing this. I always put like my main foot or thought my main focus was towards like the my partner, whoever I, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? I never yeah. knew like, oh girl, like you're supposed to be experiencing it. So wait, with that I do have a part B question to that because you were older, you know, older than maybe 18 and up when you launched yeah. your um, Had you ever masturbated before that? Yeah, but like, that's the thing that I was doing like for myself and like, and that okay. was just like, personal for me, but I didn't know that the, first and foremost, I mean, most men don't know how to make women climax or come or whatever. So when you're younger mm -hmm. like that, and especially where I was going to school, like the we still had dial-up. Dial-up was, you know. Yeah. And also too, that's where I was learning like men are selfish. Like I just always thought that like I, I can do it for myself. They're not capable of doing it. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. when, at what point did you get to learn that? Like I'm honest with you, like college, I really we're like I feel like millennial like black millennial girls are such late bloomers and like butterflies and everything like that I didn't start thriving and being comfortable like with my sexuality and myself and my body until I moved to DC because there was more people that appreciated there was more women that looked like me I went to Edinburgh I don't know if y'all know where that's at that's up towards Erie Pennsylvania there's not a lot of girls that look like me you know sure. what I mean? so yeah. then when I went to DC there was girls that looked like me so therefore there was going to be more people that are attracted to that right mm. So, like, I didn't know that, like, there was men that actually enjoy doing that or, like, wanted to do that for you or cared about doing that for you. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, that is an interesting perspective because right. Shayna grew up in predominantly black neighborhoods, both of us, you know, different. Mm-hmm. Of course, she was in New York and I was in Atlanta, but that was not really. I knew that I was supposed to be getting something out of that shit <laughs> from day one. Like, <laughs> I'm weak. <laughs> You know, when I lost my virginity, it's just, it's nothing but pain, you know, early days, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. So you're not, I was early days. I wasn't having orgasms from sex, but I knew that that was what I was working towards. You know what I mean? Like one of these these partners is going to be the one that like does that for me. So that's just a very interesting perspective, but I think it is based on, you know, um, the people that you're dating, you know, the, the types of people that you're dating. If you're dating, you know, redneck country white boys, the, the stereotype is probably going to be more appropriate than, you know what I mean, some of these, like, southern black boys that I was rocking with at a very young age. So, yeah, I mean, I don't mean very young age and appropriately. I mean, like, we were appropriately aged together. <laughs> young mm-hmm. people together. Right. <laughs> um... Yeah, that's really okay. What is a misconception that someone like maybe told you? Like a partner told you that like, oh, I thought that this was gonna happen, or I thought that have you do can you think of anything like that? Yeah, men always think that all women are gonna be squirting here, squirting there, doing this, or that a vagina is supposed to be like tighter than every vagina is different. So Mm -hmm. I literally and also like I said, I, I grew up on a 40 acre farm that we had to have permission to have certain things in health class taught to us. Mm-hmm. But also I, you know, I left Pittsburgh when I was 10. I grew up in Rankin, it's the hood. So I mm-hmm. had a mind of a 15 year old. I knew stuff about sex that the average 10 year old yeah. didn't know. Cause right. we're projects in Rankin, you yeah. already know, I, you know what I mean? You got girls my age was having babies, like 11, 12 popping out kids in the hood. So. Mm-hmm. You know, you're told that one thing's supposed to be doing this and one thing's supposed to be doing that because the only advice that we're getting and the only education we're getting is from porn. And porn is a fantasy land. Hmm. That shit don't be happening in the bedroom every single day. Right. So like a lot of people, when I was like growing up, guys would be like, well, why aren't you doing this? Or why aren't you like super, you know, those kind of things. And I'm just like, every vagina is different. And not time I ever touched a dick, which was like in middle school, the boy told me like, you don't even know what you're doing. And I was like, you're right. I'm in fucking (laughs) You don't know what you're even doing either. (laughs) But I remember like thinking like, you know, he watched porn. He had seen, you know what I mean? He saw somebody getting a hand job. And I'm just, I'm literally using context clues at this point. Like at that age, watch porn yet so like man i remember yeah that shit was crazy i remember being at the age where i won't say what age that was uh for personal reasons but just know that it was young and being like in public school and not really understanding like what my body was going through when i went through puberty so like Mm -hmm. i had this boyfriend who you know was on some do you know what like he used a different term, not oral sex or anything like that, but another kind of term that I think Jay-Z used, you know, digging her out. Oh, okay. Which essentially means that, but like, he asked me if I knew what that was at such a young age, and I lied, like, yeah, I do. And I, 
I learned that, you know, it meant that. And I just remember being so like worried. I'm like, I don't know what this, you know, I had my period and like, my body was doing different things and I'm like, okay, I'm actually, I'm aroused by him and I didn't really know how to process that. So I kind of like turned it around and like offered it instead because I just wanted to shy away. I was shying away from the fact that my body was like doing all these things, which proves that you were certainly too young. At that time. I wasn't, I wasn't, no, no but I'm saying because now that I have my period, the ability to get a, be aroused and like, yeah, right. you know, my coochie was wet, plain yeah, and simple, right. but I yeah. didn't know what to do with that at that right. young right. age that I just like switched it and went like the other, the right. other way. Because you're That's like... Am I supposed to be this fucking soaked? Yeah, now? yeah. Like, I'm like, I don't doing? even want. I'm like, I don't even want him to see this. Like, yeah, this is crazy, <laughs> you know. So, Little, you know, that's like the desired goal, right? That's the exactly. bread and butter, baby. Oh, that's uh, the bread that's and- a really good one. Really the first time I ever used a vibrator, which was also in high school, and I, 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 to, at this point in my adult life, I feel like I squirted then. And I didn't know what it was. And I thought I was just like peeing on myself. So I started like basically edging at a young age because I still wanted to masturbate, but I was afraid to like piss on myself (laughs) or like pee in my bed or whatever. So I would be like edging. And now it's like when you, when you get older and you like understand what's going on you know when you're just like fooling around with yourself you're like I don't know what the fuck is going on I just keep peeing when I do this like whatever that shit is really misconceptions run rampant now that we're talking it through they're just pouring out look at that it's horrible and I wish not in like a weird way I wish there was more education around it I have very like open parents that educated us on certain things I did very very I did it like my mom not in like a weird kind of way but like my mom was very encouraging about like our sexuality and if we wanted to do those things come to her and like but I wasn't messing around with nobody on the 40 acre farm like I wasn't I wasn't I didn't date or anything until I got to college like it wasn't a Taylor Swift song for you on the farm no no right not up there I was very popular I didn't like experience racism or anything like that now that I'm older there's some things that I would I wish I could go back and be like y'all don't need to be saying certain things like that but it wasn't blatant I was very popular things like that but I wasn't dating that you couldn't date the black girl you could be friends with her she could come over the house and chill and all that but you can't date her Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. because I was captain of the basketball team I was you know I was the shit in high school yeah. No, I did not have my first boyfriend until I got up to, to college. And I really don't even count that, to be quite mm-hmm. honest. I really didn't have, like, my first, like, real, real experiences until I went to D.C. Yeah. Like, right. I love that for you, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got out. Amen. Hey. Right. Got out. It's like all the... Ag- ag- Whoa, I'm a little tipsy off this line. All the agricultural girlies on TikTok make me want to go be on the farm. But I do have to find a black cowboy. Mm-hmm. And we have right to ride together. I do just, I would go full farm if I had the right black farm culture around me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially if he had like, if he had like 
imagine imagine this like ideal farmer scenario he has a huge farm he does the kind of like animal thing on the side because his real business is like construction or like development and you know he comes home and he wants to like feed our chickens and bring in the fresh eggs and I'll do the garden thing and we'll have horses and he's black and he's like you know running the south I would love that you've been dreaming about it Sydney I'm just thinking about you know how I live out my southern bell fantasy that would be manifest that I would love that for you Really I recommend it for everybody. It's beautiful. I would love that for you, you know? Thank you. I would love that send for your, you. Send your friends, like, fresh produce and mm-hmm. good old meat. Have, like, like, I... Trucks, like, big yeah. F-150s. Right. <laughs> Ford family. That feels right. Mm. All right. Well, the last segment, of course, as we just crest over the hour mark is horror stories <laughs> I asked you to share a story from your from your past an anonymous person's past a past that you read online a story that's crazy wild sexy fun raunchy all of the above so I'm going to tell a story that like I've told plenty of people that might make you laugh or might make you just think that I was just like selfish. But, you know, down in D.C., it's very expensive to live and whatnot. And when I was living down there, I moved down there when I was 21, 22. And I moved in with my two uncles, my uncles. And I really wanted to get out of their apartment. So I was like, I want to do anything and everything. And I had met people. I worked for this, like, let's say a marketing agency. It really wasn't, but it was a marketing agency for like modeling. So I met a lot of girls that were like, you know, bottle service girls and doing, you know, certain things. And, and I'm naive. I'm coming from the country, even though I still have my Pittsburgh mentality, that could only take me so far. And I'm still naive to like even talking to men, let alone like, you know, maybe getting a couple dollars. So, you yes, know, yes. down in DC, it's very popular that a lot of women be sugaring out here. And that's what I was doing. I would get, you know, cute and whatnot. And I had a mm-hmm. little thing on the side when I first moved okay. down. I will not say his name because he probably will listen to this because that man love me. He gonna know who I'm talking about at least. Hello, we love you, boo. Right. Yeah. But, no, it's gonna it's gonna change for you. So for a couple of weeks, he was like whining and dining. I was doing the sugaring, whatnot. Like he was paying for everything, and it was a very nice experience for a 22, 23 year old. Like my bills were getting paid. By this time, I had a place. Yeah. And he would invite me over to this really nice house, and I'm like amazed by everything because, like I said, I grew up on a farm, ranch houses, very small. Yeah. Home. Right. So I'm just amazed by everything this man is doing for me for like three, four months. Then finally, I'm like, all right, maybe I like him and da da da. Maybe I could get personal with him. No. So he was like, the house that you were at was getting renovations. And I'm like, okay. So he takes me. Now, I mentioned this man had bought me bracelets, bags, taking me to dinner, doing all this type of stuff. And he's way older than me. So I'm just like, this man's rich. He says he's a photographer and da da so he was like, but you know, they're doing renovations on my house. So like, you know, I'm getting, and this is where an Airbnb comes out. 
Okay. So Airbnb, you know, down in DC, a lot of people have basement apartments. My first place in DC was a basement apartment, but to me, I'm broke. Yeah, right. Or I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, scratching and surviving down there. I'm supposed to be living in a basement apartment. So why the fuck are you on an Airbnb basement apartment? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, wait a minute. So why is Airbnb up to par? Right. Everything. So I'm just seeing key factors. I'm like, no, this man has to like live here. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, again, you might think I'm selfish or whatever, but yeah, was I whoring a little bit? Yeah, I was. You don't need to live in no basement apartment, and no, no, we're not You're tricking lying to me about it. Like, why right. are you lying? Yeah. No, yeah. I never. I, no, <laughs> you need to take all the things that you gave to me and save up. But no, I didn't give anything back. Right. And yeah. So he wow. was just in the basement, basically spending his last dollar. Right. No trip. wonder. I'm like, is that why he was able to be able to get afford these things? Because no, the basement apartments are still expensive in DC. Mm-hmm. Some things okay. are still $1,300, $1,400, even wow, at that okay. time, a decade mm-hmm. ago. Okay. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. But I was just so disgusted that I never talked to him again. And I might not be horny enough. I mean, the sugar in his. We don't. I just want to know because you know I am really thinking. I like have been really contemplating trying to become like a foot pick girly. I'm gonna just keep it. I say do it. Times are different. It's a little bit harder now because remember back in the day we used to have Craigslist. We used to have Backpage. We used to have all that type of stuff. Even like Tumblr, like would help Mm -hmm. and everything. We don't sex shame. Y'all can sit here and judge. Whoever's listening, you can sit here and judge. Yeah, I was sugaring out here when I was very young. I was cute enough to do it. Yeah. Hey, right, right. <laughs> so I was doing you know. it. We don't sex shame over here. But I'm yep. definitely like, thinking about getting into my sex worker era. Like, I'm about It's to- a little bit harder out here these days. But... Extra income. Like, what's tea? I, I would... Yeah, if I had enough time, send underwear. Do you... What's the lady on um TikTok? Sprinkle, sprinkle. Listen to her. You ever watch yeah, her? Right. Yeah. I would sell underwear. I would try to find a sugar day. It's hard now because you don't have those things like we used to back in the day, but I don't want sex shame. If you need to make a couple extra dollars, mm-hmm. go get it from that man. Right. You know, if he's not beautiful, squint. You know what? That's the name of the show. If he's not beautiful, squint. Mm. do what you have to do go and have a a nice dinner and sometimes you don't have to give up sugar like I wasn't even giving up no sugar I was just sitting and going to dinner Mm -hmm. and looking cute maybe a kiss here and there maybe a little you know but right we can hold hands we can hold hands let that man tell him he look good get your money get that rent paid Mm. these are affirmations right I've always I've always wanted that always wanted that for me you know like yeah I got a pedicure today like y'all don't really know but this foot content is really about to get created this weekend period do it well I have thoroughly enjoyed you Kia thank you so much this has been amazing this is mad fun mad cute yeah this is a hoot and a half um do you want to shout out your social medias Yes, please. Please follow me at Miss Kia, M-I-S-S-K-E-E-A. Also follow Girls Running Shit, my podcast and my business. We're going to be having some more events coming up. 
Also, make sure you go to my store because I got invited to the August Wilson on May okay. 6th. And I am going Lit. to pick a wedding dress. And I might take that winner with me as my date if you pick oh, a dress that so I fun. like. So, yeah, yeah, make sure to follow Girls Running Show. We we out here helping Black women and femmes in the city of Pittsburgh. So, yeah. I love that. Love I definitely that. Girls running shit, the movement, and hopefully I can come on your show one of these days. Absolutely, most definitely can. Uh, it might not be as trashy as we are, so that's always the positive light in my life. <laughs> um, all right, well, you know where to find us at Sign Me Up Podcast on social media. Sign Me Up Podcast at gmail.com. I'm at Sydney Poppins too. I'm Cheeky Bobby. And that's another episode of Sign Me Up Podcast, signing out.